0: Welcome. Thank you for listening to The Soul Somewhere by David Entry. The words you catch will change your world. May your story change from this message. Be blessed. The gospel. Preach the gospel. Someone scream. Preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. Say it again. Preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. I thought you could have said it louder. Thank you, Jesus. In the book of Mark, chapter sixteen, verse fifteen, it says, And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Let's all read it out from the screen. Let's go. And he said to them, Can I hear ladies? Read it, please. Can I hear the gentleman, please? All of us together. Let's go. And he said to them, "Go into all the world and preach the gospel." Verse, verse twenty. Verse twenty. Let's read it from the screen. Let's go. And they went out and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them, confirming His word with accompanying signs. Amen they went and they went out and preached everywhere. God, Jesus Christ, some of the last things he said was go into the world. In fact, in in Matthew, he talks about how all power in heaven and on earth is given to me. Therefore, go into all the world. That's what in church or ecclesiology we call great commission so go into all the world and preach the gospel that that is the message he left for us that is the work he left the work of the church is not uh, social housing hey. <laughs> salvation did a lot of that which is good but fundamentally salvation i mean the name should tell you what they were doing they preached everywhere. William Booth, Catherine Booth, they were preachers. And they, they, God gave them a particular assignment to take, help people, the needy. Right. So that was a particularized assignment. So like the, um, a church I know called Lighthouse, they have a hospital. They don't have a university, right. but they, don't have, they have a hospital. Right. They have a Bible school, but not an university. All right. And Witness Chapel, our father, yes, sir. he doesn't have a hospital. Nothing. He has university. universities, secondary. secondary schools, as for them, over hundreds of secondary schools. Private schools and primary, primary or so primary schools. As for them, less huh? so many. So every assignment, localized, specified, specific, uh, specific assignment to every church may be different. Yeah. Okay. But the generalized instruction for all Christians is to go into the world and behave the gospel. No, preach the gospel. The easiest way to excuse yourself from that is to say, "My behavior will do it." Excuse me, your behavior is most unqualified to explain or to tell the the story of the gospel. It only validates your faith, your belief. Your behavior validates what you claim to believe. It authenticates that you actually believe what you are saying. But you have to say, preach the gospel. This will lead me to the definition of the gospel. Because the gospel is not a, a the, the gospel is not a habit to behave. I said it some time ago. It is a history to tell. Someone looking at your life cannot understand history. Looking at you, I don't, that's why they ask for your reference, and at least you have to tell them. Yeah. You have to tell them about yourself. You have to tell, and the, the, the gospel, Let me put it another way. The gospel is telling the world, and telling the pe- pe- people about Jesus, his CV, his resume. This is who he is. This is what he did. And how does he apply to you? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Someone must present it. So the gospel is meant to be presented. It is meant to be preached. He didn't say behave the gospel, he said, preach the gospel. Someone screamed, preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. Preach it. You don't have to be a theologian. You don't have to be a pastor. You don't have to be an elder. You just have to be a Christian. You don't have to be a seven year old, 20, 30 year old Christian. You don't have to be a 20-year-old Christian. You don't have to be a 7-year-old Christian. You don't have to be a 3-year-old Christian. All you have to be is a Christian. If you have been a Christian for a minute, you are supposed to tell. You have something to tell because what makes you a Christian is not your behavior, but your belief. And you must believe in something you have heard. How can they believe without someone telling, not behaving? Come on, give me a break. (laughs) <laughs> he didn't get what I said. He says that, for whoever shall call on the name of the Lord, um, that's what the Bible is says. The Bible says that, it, for, and they say how, chapter, verse 14, verse, verse 14 of Romans chapter 10 it said, How shall they call on him whom they have not believed? But how shall they believe on him whom they have not heard, not seen someone behaving? You can't behave, Jesus. You can you can't behave the gospel, you have to tell the gospel. Wow. Preach the gospel. Someone said, Saint Augustine once said, preach the gospel where necessary, use words. He never said that. Thank you, Lord. He never said that. Big, 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 big senior ministers of the gospel have also fallen to that. He never said that. And theologically, it's not authentic. You can't authenticate preaching. If you know what the gospel is, then it has to be preached. How can you go to someone and tell the person, look at me? And then and give your life to what is he supposed to look at you about well, think about it the actual thing is preach the gospel and since necessary use words <laughs> not if necessary since since necessary use words the gospel is meant to be preached shall we all say that together Ah, Romans chapter 1, verse 16. He said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Ah, I feel like going a bit, a bit into that area. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jews first and for the Gentiles, for the Greek soul. Everyone who believes what is the gospel it, without the gospel? You can't be saved, and the gospel can't be behaved, it's, it's supposed to be told. So, when oh Jesus says, this, this is just good, thank you, Holy Spirit. Somebody say, Thank you, Holy Spirit. You, when they went and healed the man in Acts chapter 3 at the temple, beautiful gate, and the elders requested them that they shouldn't do anymore. What they told them is that don't preach in this name. He said. They said, "Should we obey you or God?" And for there's no other name under given unto men. Acts chapter four, verse ten. He said, oh, "Look at verse ten. Acts chapter four. Put you on the screen. That's not part of my text, but I think that uh, let's go, to, let's go, let's let's go uh, back to verse uh, eight. Let's see. Uh, okay, yes. Then Peter filled with the Holy Spirit. I think that's good. Seven. I need I need to. I need to uh, and when they said, uh, uh, by what power or by what name do you do this thing? Go to the next verse. And Peter said, feel the Holy Spirit. He says that, let it be known. Go ahead, let it be known. By uh, uh, if you are judged, um, if, 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 if this day, okay, if we this day are judged for good deed done to this helpless man, <laughs> by what means he had been made well Go the next word. Let it be known to you and to all the people that by the name of Jesus Christ who you crucified. All right. So go to verse 18. And it talks about there's no other name. But verse 18. So they called them and and they called them and commanded them not to do what? Not to do what? Speak Speak at all, nor teach in the name. Teaching and speaking, you have to talk. Don't talk. You can talk, but not in the name of Jesus. Because the guys talked, they preached. Then he said, verse 19, that uh, judge for yourself who you should obey. Look at the next, that's the Peter and John answered and said to them, whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you uh, rather than God, you judge. So what he's trying to say is that God has commanded us to preach in the name. The gospel is meant to be preached. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. In 1 Corinthians chapter one, Verse seventeen. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel. Say, preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. Say, preach the gospel. preach the gospel. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel. Not with, not with, uh, uh, not, not with, wisdom of words, lest the cross should be made. Do you, you see that? The wisdom of words there is, the strength of the gospel is not based on how nice what you say is. So how intellectual, that's why you don't have to be a theologian to be able to convince people because the strength is not based on the mind, it's convincing somebody. Does that that, that make sense? said, Not based on wisdom of words, how you use words. So then if I'm going to speak, because the thing is based on speaking, but it's not based on nice speaking or good speaking. It is based on cross speaking. (laughs) Cross role. That's why children can preach. If they can understand what the gospel is, they can tell someone, Jesus died for you to save you from your sins so you don't go to hell. It needs to be understood and be communicated, not with clever words per se. The strength is not based on the cleverness of the speaking, the wisdom behind the speaking, but it's based on the heart doing the speaking and telling the story. So the gospel is history to tell, not a, 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 a um, habit to behave second timothy chapter four i like this text so much In, from my youth this is one of the texts that has always inspired me second timothy chapter chapter four verse two preach let's scream preach the word, preach the word. Where, where are your screams where are you shouted preach the word preach the word, preach the word. Learn how to tell believers and other Christians this. Tell them, preach the word. I know you are prone more to say, don't fornicate. (laughs) Learn how to tell people, preach the word. Preach the word. So you must learn how to tell and inspire, challenge, encourage Other Christian brothers and sisters to preach the word. Until the word, the gospel is preached, unless it's preached, other religions will take over. If you behave the gospel, others will still take over. We have been behaving and giving charity for so long, and the people we give them charity believe that we, if we don't come we have to go to hell or die. We need to preach the gospel. Hey! The strength of Christianity is in the message. The message we have—that's the strength of Christianity. The strength of religion is in the symbols and their behaviors and the codes of, uh, codes of conduct. Don't do this. F- f- kneel down. Uh, like, if you have to pray, do this. If you have to do, do this. So some of you came from religious backgrounds, even though you thought you were actual Christians. Mm. Or you could be Christians, but very religious. Mm. Very religious. I remember I told you something ago. A few times I visited mom before she got born again, actually. And... Because of the church, she attends. I said, mom, let's pray. Then she, wait, 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 she ran to the room to go and get a scarf to cover her hair before she prayed. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's necessary for a religious. Most of us were very, very, very religious. That's why you get so upset with people, the sin of others. You, do, you can't stand them because they sin, not because you love them. If you love people when they sin, you get very worried and very concerned about it. You don't attack them. You find ways to force them. Please, you, that's love at work. Sometimes you may tell them about it, love at work. But religion makes you hate people because of the wrong things they do. You can't stand them. You are a thief. You're you are, you, having sex too much. You have been doing you have been stealing too much You've been fighting. <laughs> so some of you you can't stand some of your family members who don't come to church and you actually hate them not because you want them to be saved but because you want them to start behaving the way you think they should behave religiously so if as as long as they will come home to be having sex with their boyfriend you are fine it's not it's not not because you care so much about them but it's just because of your re- religious stance There's say said it's nice to see you there are so many people re- in church who are upset with others for not fasting yes wow. you're wow. preaching yep. you're upset with them for not fasting you are fasting 72 days and they won't even do one day and you are upset with them that's a religious spirit So, but you too fast. <laughs> Someone say, Papa, you are preaching. You too fast. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Hallelujah. Amen. So, the gospel, we have to, I, I want Christian, oh, this is good. This is, I want Christian brothers and sisters who will challenge me to preach the gospel? If you are a genuine Christian, there is something in you that responds to the gospel, that responds to true Christianity, that responds to soul winning. We are basically filling our churches with people who want to just come and take from God, but actually not interested in the God who is giving. Keeping them promises. God will do it for you. Seven ways to get more money. Seven ways to get a husband. You may, you may be preaching the gospel and remain unmarried. And yet you have fulfilled. He didn't die so you can get married. You have got something God has placed in your mouth. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Speak You've got it. Out. the word. I, it bothers me, Pastor Charles. That's why I just love Pastor David Oyedepo. I just love him. Mm-hmm. I just love him. He's a great inspiration for me. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have interest in a lot of things apart from the pure things of God. Mm-hmm. Not just big church. Not just. He, he does. In fact, if you make a mistake, Father, the few times he came and preached, we're trying to get his account number so we can. He'll mind you. He'll mind you. He's. So you have to find different ways, to be a, find a way of just blessing the man. She mm-hmm. just a, so much a blessing to my personal life because of his focus. Yes, yeah. My relationship with him has helped me align properly about what pastoral work is about. Okay. Okay. So it's not about wearing nice shoes, having people and then preaching to them. No, no, no. That's not what the, the core pastoral work is about. It's about working with God, a man Aye. of God, with integrity, purity. My God! So, you, you are telling people you are a man of God, and you know, you, need, you know that you don't have different life, You, you, you and you are paying every price to work with God, even if you don't get anything. You just want to do the will of God. I want to give my best to you. When I go born again, me and my friends, our challenge to each other, not competition, but challenge is really how many souls you won. Uh, how many souls are you establishing? Uh, we talk about souls. Yeah. Oh, that one is my soul, one of my souls is here. Sometimes we are going somewhere and say, well, I want to see my soul here. I want to go and pray. We, 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 we think souls. We live souls. I'm not surprised God, and then when this church was going got to a time, we were almost settling on the normal church mode and thank God for revival. God slapped us and woke us up. Yeah. Yeah. Woke us up. Souls, souls, if you don't have interest in the salvation of souls, you are actually, there's a question mark about your Christianity. Yes. Yes. It's a, possibly a sign that you are not saved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a sign that you are not saved. Yes. Yeah. Because as for church, we can all dress and come. There are songs, we cannot. There are many churches that instrumentalists are not born again. Yes. In fact, there are churches that preachers are not born again. Yes. Yeah, they are not Christians. There are churches that preachers are not Christians. They are not Christians. they just job. They went through some theological, and even theological, the, theological lectures who don't believe the, the Bible. Mm. They do anything. So coming to church really is very good, but it does not make you a Christian. I want us to come to the state where, can I make an appeal? Yes. Please help me. Be the kind of Christian who, when others come around, they feel fired up Amen. to do God's work, Amen. to commit more to God, yeah. to win souls, because it will not be long. All this we are living, these things we are living for will be nothing. It will all be gone. Yeah. It will all be gone. Souls, we are busily filling our churches with crowds who are not interested in our Christ. Mm. Mm. We want the crowd at any cost, Mm. in spite of Christ, the Christ of the cross. Mm. We don't mind if you are not interested in Christ if you leave us. (laughs) Do you understand that? We don't mind if you leave us, because this is a Christ thing. If you come here by say, oh me, I want to Buddhism is what I want to practice, or atheism, but I just come in because I'm interested in that gentleman or that lady or that all oh, this. To me, I just come because my friends want me to come. Please, we don't mind. Don't come. You can wait at the reception afterwards. You can, but don't come. If you have come and come and realized that I just don't want this, but others may think they don't want. And find out that this is all their life have been waiting for. Yeah. So we want to invite people and keep coming because some, the original ones, will be, will yeah. be saved. Yeah. 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 <laughs> for many i called, but few i chosen. Shout hallelujah. Yeah. Be a number one soul winner. Yeah. It was nice seeing you yesterday winning souls. It's nice. Handsome man like you. An intelligent man like you. Winning souls. Because the world and most of Christianity after that, more than the Christianity have started marginalizing the importance of winning souls. Mm. Radical soul winning. Do not boast on how spiritual you are. Mm. If you can't count souls you have won, mm. who have stayed, stop telling me how revelations. Hey, listen, <laughs> Satan also has gifts too. Oh yes, 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 yes. Oh yes, yes. I see, I saw, I conquered, or what I, I see. <laughs> I see, I see. I see I see. Oh, the Lord is showing me the, like the way I just saw that lady, I called her about headache. That does not it's not a judgment of my the authenticity of my Christian work. Don't confuse the two. I can be anointed and still there are so many question marks about my Christian work and Christian understanding. So the gift is not the measure. Their fruits, but Jesus said, You shall know them by their gifts. Is that what he said? Matthew chapter, Matthew chapter, I think, uh, 5 and 17 or something. I like. suppose Matthew 5 17. Uh, you shall know them by their fruits. A tree is identified by its fruits, you shall know them by their fruits. I pray. That people will, will associate you with that. Here comes the preacher. Okay. Mm, we know she's coming to tell us something about Jesus again. Oh, yeah, we know. They must know that's for you. They won't see you without hearing Jesus. Yes. I'm talking to a Christian. I'm talking to a Christian. Christian. They won't see you without hearing about Jesus. you are working with people, you, you are a Christian, working with friends who are busily going to hell. Mm. <laughs> they are going. You claim you believe in heaven and hell. And you claim that you believe in salvation. And you know they are not Christians. They are not born again. But you, don't, you can't be bothered. Uh, it's up to them. <laughs> what, what I don't understand when what people say. Um, um, uh, it's, it's, I don't want to force my opinion on somebody. <laughs> I, just, I just want to leave them. And so that's what he believes. It's okay. So we are friends, but that's, keep telling them. He has no not forcing your opinion upon. Oh, yeah. If you see someone, uh, ah, you see the person is is wearing his, something to blind his eyes just to play. We are all playing. And I see the person going, and there's ditch here. He's about to stumble. Would you say? Oh, and maybe you say that. Oh, be careful where you are going. He's so all going I know where I'm leaving and I know where I'm going. If you are good friend, you jump and push the person. Yeah person away from, because he's going into a ditch, you're dealing with life, Mm. wake up, preach the gospel, Second Timothy chapter 2, chapter 4 verse 2, he said, preach the word, be instant in season, and out, don't wait for us to call for outreach, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season. Whether the season of Jesus' campaign has come or hasn't come, you, when it comes, you are ready. When the season hasn't come, you are still ready anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Be instant. King James is instant. But, and you can say, be ready. Instant. When it comes, you are ready to go. Instant in season and out of season. Preach the word. Look at verse 5. He says that, but you be watchful in all things endure afflictions let's also say endure afflictions afflictions. that's what our generation is not Is very allergic to affliction but there are some afflictions that are necessary afflictions put yourself through the pain of winning souls for the kingdom of God put yourself through Christians everything is about us about you, your comfort, your job. Hey, As for me, I don't like this, As for me. When you become born again, that I don't like, I don't like. Really, Jesus doesn't entertain that around you. I don't like, but does he like it? Yes, that's fine. Somebody say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Since necessary, use um, words. Ah, I realize I've said so much, I haven't even defined the gospel per se. What's the gospel? What's the gospel? In First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1 to 4. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1 to 4. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody is receiving a blessing. Amen. It shall be unto you according to your faith. First Corinthians, what did I say? First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1 to 4. For more of our brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I do on. Did you see that? The gospel which I preach. Moreover, I declare unto you, brethren, or the de- brethren, I declare unto you, the gospel which I preach to you, which also you received and in which, in which you, sorry, in which you stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye hold fast that word which I preach to you, unless you believe in vain, uh, saved. Someone say saved. Saved. So by which you are saved. When we talk about saved, salvation is in three ways. We, are, we have been saved. If you are a Christian, we have been saved. We are being saved. We shall be saved. All right. So the initial salvation we are talking about is the salvation of um, your spirit. You're, you're, you are being saved from the judgment of God, from the wrath of God, and from hell. Alright, so it says that we are being saved, and if you, if you stay in it, you, you maintain your salvation. Now, first 3 yeah, let's look at verse 3 because I want to just go on right then. For I declare to you first of all that which I also received, that Christ, watch this, this is the gospel, this is the gospel, that Christ died for our sins. Let's all say that together. Oh, please say it loud. Christ died for our sins. One more time. According to scriptures, and that he was buried. Let's say he was buried. He was buried. One more time. He was buried. And that he rose again the third day. Let's say he rose again the third day. He rose again the third day. Why did he die? That's it. That's the gospel. That's it. The Greek word for gospel is evangelon that's where you get the word eulogy, 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 you know what I'm talking about, eulogy, and even eulogia, or the eulogia is blessing, and eulogy is to speak well about somebody, I think, who is dead or something, good words. So, uh, uh, eulogia has to do with speaking good (laughs) words, good news. That's where in other translations, some of your Bible, you see good news. So the gospel is good in every sense. To the one who is sick is good. To the one who has been stealing is good. To the one who has been messing up is good. To the one who has blasphemed is good. Whatever your state, God, it contains something that is good for you. That will help you. That that You understand what I'm saying? So so religion is, uh, if you are like this, then it's too much. If you are like this, then gospel... In every spectrum, the gospel is good. And what's the good news? Where you are wrong, you don't have to pay before God for your wrong. Christ has taken care of that because you're supposed to die because of what you have done, your life, but Christ died for our sins. And he didn't stay there. He was reserved So, he died for our sins. He was buried for our determination, or our termination. I explain it. He buried, was buried to terminate the human nature that causes us there. <laughs> so that when you are in Christ, he talks about, "I am crucified with Christ, so there's no more you. Christ takes over your you. That's Christianity. I'm, I'm saying something very profound. Christ takes over your you. So he says that I am, Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but the life which I now live, I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So, I'm actually, you see me living, but it's not me, it is actually Christ who is living in me. So when, that's why I said, he said, I have been crucified. So in his burial, we were terminated. In his Dying, our sins were paid for in his burial. We were terminated, and in his resurrection, in his, sorry, in his, in his resurrection, we were germinated with new life. So, then, even though you are crucified, and it's no longer I who live, but it's Christ that there's a new life inside you, even though you have been crucified. The new life was made possible because of the resurrection. Does, 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 does that make sense? So In his dying on the cross, he paid for our sins. Our sins were dealt with. In his burial, uh, our our natural lives were terminated. And in his resurrection, uh, we were germinated with new lives. That is the gospel death, burial, death for our sins, burial, and resurrection. So when we go preaching to people, it's not just about come to our church. That's the lowest you can say, the least you can say, because at least when they come, they will hear the gospel. Yes, 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 yes. They will hear the gospel. And so, but it's, it's more about God died or Christ, God loved, you sent his son to die for your sins so you don't have to die in your sins. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. So... The gospel is that Jesus died for our sins. Let's all say that together. Jesus died for our sins. One more time. Jesus died for our sins. He was buried and he was resurrected. Let's say that together. He was buried and he was resurrected. That is the summary, uh, First Corinthians. He said, "My gospel, which I preach, that Jesus died for our sins, according to the Scriptures. He was buried, and on the third day." He rose again from the dead, according to the scriptures. That's the, that's the gospel. That's, the, that's the, the center message of Christianity. So when they tell you don't mention Christ, huh? this is what they mean. Don't talk about this. You realize that you can do anything, go anywhere, but once you say you're a Christian, they don't want you to talk. If you say you're other religion, they don't mind. You can say whatever you want to say. The threat, our strength, you can dress like a monk, it doesn't even threaten anybody. Our, the threat of the, our, the Christianity, the strength is in the message. So if they manage to silence us from preaching the message, they have silenced Christianity. But that's why they died for their beliefs and for their preaching. They were scattered from Jerusalem, but they went everywhere they went, they were preaching. And the church was growing. Tell someone, preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. Oh, preacher! Tell the person, if you are born again, you are a preacher. Oh. <laughs> hit the person, hit the person on the shoulder or somewhere. Tell, the, oh, preacher, preach the gospel. If you suspect the person is sleeping, shake the person very. Preach the gospel. Bible says about how Philip went down to Samaria. Yes, yes. And he has to to Samaria. <laughs> Acts chapter 8, verse 5. Acts 8, 5. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria, and what did he do? Preach. He behaved Christ there. No. What did he do? Preach. I can't hear you. Yeah. Preach the gospel. He went down and preached. So this is the message we preach is important, is is important as the 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 act of preaching. Because the preaching, preaching without Christ is no, it doesn't save. And the message is Christ died for us. Our sins, buried, and resurrected. So the and then what people normally want to do is to, 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 to bring in argument. There's no argument about this. It's a historical fact. You want to believe it, yes. you know, It's a historical fact. It's a fact. If you believe it, you'll be saved. If you don't believe it, I don't know. So it's a fact. I can't do anything about it. I can't change the facts. Just, in fact, it, <laughs> first Timothy chapter 1 verse 15 it says that this is a faithful saying. It's a faithful this thing. is a faithful saying and worthy of you have to, if you accept it it's worthy of acceptance. It's worthy of, don't be as a worthy of acceptance. Bible says that Christ came into the world to save sinners. Why did Christ come into the world? Christ didn't come into the world for you to have a nice five bedroom house and a car. Give me a break. No! Not for you to have a nice marriage. No! Not for you to just pass your exams. Not for you to become. Some people want to be in church, and their main aim is, I want to be a millionaire. No. 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 Christ came into the world so that you can have a very prosperous business. No. Christ came into the world to save sinners. Yes! 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 Yes. We are in church because Christ came into the world to save sinners. And He said, Me, the preacher, I'm the chief of the sinners, but He saved me. Am Am I talking to a safe person here? Shout, I'm saved! Because of the cross of Christ. So we have to preach Christ. Preach Christ. Next time when you go out there, or we meet someone, whether we are together in, as a church or you are alone, that's the message. Accept it or no. Um, if you're a passport officer, inspector of passport, bring your passport. My job is to check if this is your picture and you are the one. If I finish, Go. Don't come and be discussing politics, uh, also who is going to win the net. No, no, I'm here to check your distance. All right. Don't come, and, don't come and discuss the material they made, the uh, what sort of paper, whether it's plastic or paper they used to do their passport. Please, my job is, um, is that you, your picture scanning? Yes. Go. Bring your own. Go. But that's my job. The job of the church, or the job, the why Christ came, is to save sinners. We have to preach that. So, when you go out and you are preaching to somebody, your job is to let them know God loves us so much, so He sent Christ to come and die. Please don't don't ignore making it clear for their sins. He didn't come and die for show. He didn't die as a martyr. It's not martyrdom because of what He believed they killed him. No! He actually chose to come and die for you. For you. So that you don't have to. So that you can get a job? No. So you don't have to live in your sins anymore. So that any time you hear someone preaching, you are feeling guilty already. Because of your sin. Your sin makes you want to run away from God. Your sin make. Sin- how many of you have sinned before? And how many of you... Maybe you just finished sinning or something and someone tried to preach to you or you saw some God, you don't like it at all. So now the pastor is preaching and you are feeling, Oh my God. Oh my God! He's going to tell me, tell me, sex is not good. Oh my God! You see, the sin makes you feel uncomfortable about God. Yeah. But when you sin, run to God because He has good news for you. Yeah. <laughs> you are not wanted for execution; you are wanted for excuse yeah. to be excused. Yeah. That's why. That's why it's good news. That don't worry. In spite of there is mercy to excuse you for the judgment from the judgment. The, the, point, the main point of Christianity, my darling, is that Christ died for our sins. So you don't have to pay for your sins before God. If you can confess and come in Christ. God never deals with you based on who you are. He deals with you based on Christ. Tell the gospel. This is the gospel. Preach this. Simple. When they like it, how I many of you understand the gospel? Yes. And how many of you think this is good news? <laughs> because if the gospel is not this, most of you don't qualify to be in church. <laughs> you are dangerous. Very, <laughs> very dangerous. You, you spoil the the, the 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 atmosphere of the church. You are dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> By someone getting what I'm saying? Yes, Preach the gospel. Amen. Christ died for us. I will give you only one point on why we should preach the gospel. Okay. How to. One is souls are precious to God. Oh. Oh. That's why we preach. They oh. say, what does a man gain if he against the whole world and loses his soul? Matthew chapter 16 verse 26. So in, in the eyes of God, one soul is... When you put a soul and the whole world on a scale, one, the whole world on one side of the scale, you know, uh, of the balance, and then the, a soul on the other side of the balance, so long as God is concerned, the soul is heavier than the whole world. Wow. Wow. That's how important you are to God. Wow. Your soul is heavier to God than the. So it says that, put you on a screen, it says, what for what profit is there to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? So, the soul, your actual soul, is far more valuable to God than your possessions. So, why would he just come and die basically for you to have possessions at the expense of your soul? But when your soul is saved then he begins to supply you with the necessary things based on your understanding and application of principles and instructions, the things you need to make life happen. So, because it does not glorify God in any way if you are poor, poor, if you are sick. In what way does that glorify God? If you can't pay your rent and you're being thrown out of your house, in what way does that glorify God? All right, so... Poverty in itself is a demon. (laughs) Poverty is wicked. Many people die prematurely because of poverty. Yes. But when you are in Christ, Christ takes care of some other things, systematically, systematically, based on your obedience and other things. But fundamentally, you can die poor and go to heaven. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And riches does not guarantee anything. Riches are just for natural life here. The natural life here. So your soul is more valuable. And the soul of the guy sitting near you on the bus, the soul of the guy, the lady sitting near you on the train is more valuable to God than your image. Thank you. You are thinking, oh, I will look funny, I will look funny. But at least someone can be saved. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. I think, so souls are important, but uh, can I add one more reason why it's good too? Did you say yes, yes? Yes, you <laughs> I, want, I want to encourage you when you talk to people about Christ, you are doing something very, very great. Doing something very great. Only time and eternity will tell what you have done. And do you think you are going to live forever? No, at some point. If you add 50 years to your life, right now, most of us will be dead by now. If you, uh, in 50 years time, most of us here, yeah, quite a few of us. Because if you are 25, 50 years, you'll be 75. Look at you. Can and those of us who are 40, but you can't do a lot you can't do a a lot because you are so weak you can't eat a lot you can't do a lot yeah preach now seek god when he may be found there watch this one of the things i wrote so when do you preach the gospel i'm talking about the what what is the gospel where do you preach the gospel everywhere when do you preach the gospel Every time. Don't wait. Uh, I'm waiting when my children grow up. Yeah. I'm waiting when I, I break up with my boyfriend. Mm. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Preach. I'm about to say something. It, it doesn't sound nice, but... <laughs> you want to hear? Yes. Yeah. Even when you have... Found yourself on the wrong side. Get up and go and preach <laughs> <laughs> you just finished having fornication. Still go and preach. Won't I be a hypocrite but is that what you wanted to do? No you, you, you plan to do you actually want to, you've always been wanting to fornicate a mess up no. So what happened? I just don't know. My emotions were messed up and so so afterwards, are you happy? No, I'm not happy. So go and preach then. (laughs) Go and preach. And it will even help you recover and not go back. When you are struggling with sin, it's because you are not preaching enough. I'm not saying pastoral preaching, because pastoral preaching, it can become a chore. Job. So there are people who are preaching and singing on, our, on, not our puppets, on puppets and are, the connection with God is gone. Yeah. Yesterday I was teaching some guys, I told them not the morning preaching, I was having a chat with some guys, I, I told them that there are many people on charismatic puppets who are anointed but have lost strong connection with God. They are not working with God, even though they are operating under the grace of God. Working with God is a different thing. It, it, it costs intensity, purity because we can't put a guard on what you watch or what you are thinking but your, your work with God and your discipline and determination to be pure before God will make you do things that no one will know yeah, no, those are two different things the fact that receive it and people are falling doesn't mean oh come on <laughs> that's, that's a calling you can be anointed, walking anointing and people are falling but you are not working with God yeah. But God will answer it because of the people you are serving. Yeah. Yeah. So he said, receive it. People may receive it because they are, it's them, not you. But you yourself, your connection with God. Paul said that, I beat my body, bring it under subject, it, so that after I preach to others, I will not be a castaway. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, 28, 29. Say, so I buffet my body, I beat my body like a boxer. I'm beating my body, beating my body. I keep my body, I keep uh, uh, I keep under my body and bring it to subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. Look at verse 26. Is it verse 26 or something like that? Yeah. Therefore, I run thus, not like someone who is running on certain, I fight this. Verse 28. Verse twenty-eight. Thanks be to God. So, but I discipline my body and bring it under subjection. One of the translations is, "I buffet my body," so that after I have preached, you can preach and others be saved. It doesn't mean you. That's not talking about salvation, eternal salvation. But the things you are preaching about yourself, you are struggling. Mm. Now, let me show you. The difference between a man God uses strongly and a man who just preaches strongly. Is a, a man who just preaches strongly can preach that don't watch porn. And he can show you a reason why you shouldn't watch. But when he finishes himself, he's struggling to watch porn. He's watching. But you got the message. And a man who God is using clearly tells you don't watch porn and something hits and he has, he's working with God. So he's not preaching morals, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, preaching yeah. Godly. God, God, because it's coming from the purity of the Spirit. Yeah. So you keep listening to him, and your ability to walk away from porn is growing. Yeah. <laughs> we can we can we can preach fornication and be beating people hey why are you fornicating you shouldn't fornicate and then when they finish church, they just go and fornicate again yeah. and because there is no power be backing the preaching to empower them to stay away yeah. it's that's why may be, maybe a pastor has fornicated because it's also a human being like you in every way yeah the things you like they also like it yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's normal but the man of God is a work. It's a hard work. So it's easier to preach than to work with God. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Sure? That's good. Wow. <laughs> 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 uh, Tell someone preach the gospel. So don't confuse your morality with the gospel. Yes, but what the good thing about preaching the gospel is empowers you to live more. Other things, there are other things I wanted to share about. When why do we have to preach the gospel? Number one, because souls are important. Number two, because when you where gospel is preached, when you preach the actual gospel, healings are released, miracles are released. I would I I think I'll take that from next week or from Monday, so I'll take my time and show you from scriptures he went and preached the gospel, and the power of God was present to heal. Because once the gospel is being preached, I'm going to give you about seven or eight reasons why it's necessary to, to preach the gospel. Can you do me a favor, please? I need you to help me. Shake somebody into the, on the shoulder and tell them, preach the gospel. Are you a Christian? Preach the gospel Are you a Christian? Preach the gospel. 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 I wish you would tweet that for me. Are you a Christian? Preach the gospel. Are you a Christian? Preach. The... When he was going, the last thing, the only thing he said we should do for him, he said, go and preach the gospel. And we are dancing praise and worship. Are you a Christian? That should have been the title of the message, isn't it? Are you a Christian? Preach the gospel. Are you a Christian? Preach the gospel. Some of you can't say it. Are you a Christian? So don't let your behavior stop you from preaching. But you're preaching the gospel will empower your behavior. So you just finish gossiping and you realize you have finished sinning bad and you remembered you're supposed to preach the gospel. You repent, God, I shouldn't have preached. I shouldn't have stolen. I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have done that. Uh, You know, like when you go and masturbate, you feel so down. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know you don't know what I mean. Don't worry, those who understand. What I mean. <laughs> but you know what? Preach the gospel. Watch this. Anyway. It's a very interesting thing I'm telling you. Preach the gospel anyway. Because it's about the soul of the one you are preaching to. And because you know the gospel, don't withhold it from the one who needs it. Because you are not in a good shape. I feel, don't feel like that. Preach the gospel. Holy Ghost himself has prepared them. He'll back it. Yes. Don't try and go and convince people. Preach the gospel. Holy Spirit will convict them. Yes. Yes. Convincing is in the mind. Conviction yes. is in the heart. Yes. Look at the testimony. The man said, no, 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 no. I don't want to do now he's shaking and crying. Cry because Holy Ghost has... Convicted the person on the inside. I can't convince a uh, convict, I can convince you, but I can't convict you. So, your powers to argue your case doesn't mean you are a, a pure preacher. You can argue your case, but people still will not be pricked to the heart They'll not be convinced, uh, convicted. But when you just, God, I'm ready, just. And, and, and God will lead some people to you. Paul talks about a door of utterance has been opened. God will, you, some, is one of the things about the gospel is the Holy Spirit will, know, will let you know, prompt you that, and you will know that hey, the Lord is telling me to preach this. Hey. Just say the nonsense. Just say, the Bible says that the preaching of the gospel, can I, let me leave this. Uh, 1 Corinthians 1, and, 17, and I have to leave it there. Oh my God. For Christ, uh, so, so, Christ did not send me to preach, uh, to, to baptize, but to preach the gospel. not with enticements of one wisdom, but uh, less, the Christ, less the cross. If you do, based on the wisdom, the cross, would, uh, the cross of Christ would be made of no effect. The cross has effect, but don't base what you are saying on the niceness, how you can convince somebody's mind. Base it on the, just the cross and leave it. Go to the next verse. Look at this. The next Verse. For the message of the cross is foolishness. So what the modern day church is doing, or the world is forcing us to do, is to remove the message of the cross from the gospel we preach. Because they find the message of the cross offensive and foolishness. So it's a remove it and just tell us nice stories. So, because the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are... So anyone who says that this is rubbish is a sign. Okay, acid test. Who is perishing? They think preaching the cross is perishing. So there are people who are in churches but are perishing. How do you know? Because they think preaching the gospel is foolishness. That tells you that they have missed God. So you think that what I'm saying, it will sound nonsense to the person. Don't worry. God likes the nonsense like that. As long as it is Christ died for our sins, he was buried and he resurrected for us. So we will live just that. As long as that is it, it may sound nonsense to others, but God said, those who I'm working on, as soon as they hear it, their nonsense begins to work on their hearts. He say, I believe, I believe, I believe. That's how we preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. I, I, I can go on and I'll pick it up from here. Did you receive something at all? Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. You're welcome to Connect with David Entry on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and LinkedIn. You can also find more Spirit-filled messages from Karis Church on YouTube and all relevant streaming platforms. Don't forget to subscribe, like and share the message. Be blessed.